Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, the hot rod farmer from Cat Swamp Road. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in with me to spend the next one half hour with me. And we get together every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern and then again on Sunday with a re-air or replay, whatever you'd like to call it, the same episode at 6 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Rural Radio, Sirius XM Channel 147. And if you miss an episode, it is always listed as a podcast the week after it airs at farmmachinerydigest.com or all major podcast hosting sites. So you can go back there and check it out or listen to it again if you need be. And I just want to tell you that I do not have, I have a couple of people contact me, give me pins on my map, but there must be some kind of flu bug going around because they all neglected to tell me where they listen from. And I can't put a pin in my map if I don't know where you're listening from. So I want to thank you so much for reaching out to me and I did email those people and say to them I would like to know where you listen from so I can mention you on Farm Machinery Digest Radio and my Idle Chatter podcast so I am not going to mention anyone today so I could keep this in link in tune with my Idle Chatter podcast because Idle Chatter drops on Saturday I mean Saturday excuse me on Wednesday and this show drops on Saturday so I could keep the license plates and the um the pins in my map all together so next week hopefully we'll be back online with that and i want to give a special shout out to evan and katie Scherzer from pennsylvania they're longtime listeners of the show i um met evan at a uh at a, a winter event i think at messick's farm equipment in pennsylvania and he came over to say hello to me i was wearing my farm machinery digest radio vest or jacket and that's how he knew who i was because i don't know what my listeners look like and they don't know what i look like and they recently got married in june just a little bit more than a month ago and katie looked beautiful and evan looked so handsome make a wonderful wonderful couple and they had a gorgeous wedding over in a barn it was a barn wedding and i want to thank you so much for sharing those pictures with me evan and i want to thank you for your prayers and well wishes and those same prayers and well wishes go out to you and katie for your new life together and they're quite industrious evan not only farms and farms with his father-in-law and starting a farm with katie but he also has a track of a farm and agricultural tire business where he sells and repairs agricultural tires over there in pennsylvania and on today's episode what we're going to do is we're going to talk about preparing to sell a piece of equipment the day it reaches your farm so sit pat during the break and i will explain to you what that is all about in a few minutes now sirius xm lets you keep listening to fox news primetime outside the car take the five brett bear martha mccallum neil cavuto tucker carlson sean hannity laura ingram and shannon bream on the go with the sirius xm app Plus, hear special interviews and highlights. The Fox News primetime lineup. Whatever you want, wherever you want, with the Sirius XM app. The Sirius XM app is now included free for most subscribers. Just download the app today and tap news. 
This week on Rule Radio, Channel 147. Stay tuned in to Rule Radio so that you don't miss a second of summer rodeo action. This week we start off in the historic western town of Ogden, Utah. Monday and Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, it's Ogden Pioneer Days. And then we head further south to Lovington, New Mexico. Tune in Wednesday through Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern for the Lee County Rodeo. Tune in this week to Rule Radio, Channel 147, and listen anytime on the SXM app. The Voice of Agriculture, Kansas Farm Bureau. USDA has released the July World Agriculture Supply and Demand Report. Farm Bureau economist Shelby Meyer says not much changed from the previous report. What was most surprising was how lackluster almost the report was. It brought in estimates from the June 30th acreage report, which updated U.S. acre estimates from what farmers said their intended planted acres were going to be in March to what they actually planted throughout the spring. Slight changes call for larger domestic supplies of corn and wheat, but a slightly lower supply of soybeans. But weather conditions over the next few weeks will be key. For the next couple of weeks, certainly the average average farm price is going to play into this. USDA lowered the average farm price for corn and wheat due to those larger supplies, but also lowered the farm price for soybeans due to lower production. Listen again here for more from the Voice of Agriculture, Kansas Farm Bureau. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, and as I said before the break, that we're going to be discussing what you need to do to prepare to sell a piece of equipment. As I said, the piece of equipment could be anything. All right, doesn't necessarily have to have a motor or have wheels, but something of substance. I'm not talking about a battery-operated drill or something, or a screwdriver set, but something of substance, a major investment that you're having into your operation, and also a, a piece of equipment that is pivotal to your operation and also would be pivotal to the next owner. Now, a little bit of a backstory I have to tell you is that I make no bones about it that we grew up, or I grew up, I should say, I grew up poor. We always had plenty of food, the best of food. My mother was a gr- wonderful cook. We had the best of food. We had we had uh, new clothes, all right? But my mother would buy my all my clothes, specifically my pants, two or three sizes too large, and we had to take very good care of them, and she would hem, she would bring in the waist, she would, uh, and she would hem them up. She would never cut them. She would hem them up, and this way I could grow into them. And we used to do shopping in a place called closer to the city called John's Bargain Store. And uh, so I, I grew up, and we always had used equipment. We always had used cars, used truck. We we had we didn't have anything that was new farm equipment. I believe long before I was born, my dad bought a new lawnmower. It was a gem. I'll never forget. It was a Gemco Giant, and it had a three and a half horsepower Briggs and Stratton engine on it. And the the um, the, the 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 deck of the lawnmower I was going to say the body. The deck of the lawnmower was uh, gold colored and it said Gemco Giant from Buffalo, New York. And uh, that little. Uh, 
Jemco, and it had the type of handle because it had no controls on the handle. Then when you got to the end, a lot of people don't notice that because all this OSHA stuff, right? Safety. So the the handle was was you were able to when you got to the end of the roll, like you push your lawnmower, you just move, you just walked and pushed the handle to the other side. So it was like a rollover plow, but the handle was a rollover handle. I don't know if they were what they really call it. So it was its 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 pivot point was in the middle of the deck so when you would tilt it one way and then when you got the end of the road you just walked around you tilted the other way and you and you were able to go so it was actually quite a nice nice lawnmower and uh i took that apart unbeknownst to my father in my early youthful childhood hot rod days and ported the cylinder had and everything on it and played around with it. but i had to, to do that well, it's a, that's a story unto itself without him knowing it and uh was so happy that it actually started because i don't never want to tell him i took it apart but anyway but you know, the, it's a. And as I said, we we never wanted for anything. We had nothing fancy. Our animals were taken care of to the to the to, to the as if as if we were King Solomon. All right. So our animals always had all the best care, the best food, the best medical care. But we had nothing that was fancy or new because of our our financial situation. And then when I started to work and off the farm. I was able to help the farm move forward from my income off the farm. And then I started to buy new things. I bought my first new car. I bought a new lawn tractor. I bought a new lawn mower. So what have you. And then I also uh, bought a lot of things for my mother that she never had before. Bought her new dishes, bought her a new kitchen, a new bathroom, what have you. But this is not about, this is not about me. It's about, uh, it's about really recognizing and honoring what the good lord has given you and somebody maybe out there saying well you you worked for it well yes i worked for it but the good lord gives you the opportunity to work he gives you the blessings to work and he gives you the strength to work the knowledge gives you the education to work so without him laying that foundation and putting that opportunity in front of you you're not going to have anything but because of that is that I learned to truly, truly honor and respect anything that I had. And even if it was used, it was new to me. And then once I started to buy new things, it was very, it was very, very special. And I and I learned that you really need to take care of equipment. And you know, the old adage, if you take care of it, it's gonna take care of you. But most but but the focus of today's show is taking care of the equipment with the eye of of reselling it down the road. Now, the, the reality of it being, if you're in production agriculture, you're not going to be farming with a 40 or 50 or 60-year-old tractor, all right? I mean, you could you could have that. Maybe it's, for, it's not even a secondary or third tractor, you know, keeping it because you have emotional attachment, which I do. I get emotionally attached to equipment, and it's specifically because I realize what a blessing it is and you know, growing up with with nothing, when you have something, you really honor it. But as far as the business aspect side of it is concerned, for you to get the most ROI, return on your investment, and if you have a business model on your farm or ranch or operation where you 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 know rotate your equipment and buy new equipment or put it or put the older equipment back into a secondary function, and when it when it gets even older, sell it. Right for you to get the most, not only most value when it comes time to sell it that i feel there's some protocols that you have to follow and if you follow these protocols i think that you will find that not only will you easily be able to sell it when it's time to say goodbye 
all right? Because life is a series of hellos and goodbyes, as much as we don't like it, but it is. And even if you decide not to sell, like I like to hold on to everything, all right, is that you're going to benefit from it being well taken care of. So here are some thoughts that I would like to share with you. Okay, and so we're gonna we're gonna say that it's a new farm tractor, but this, like I said, this will apply to anything that you're gonna buy that is of consequence and is pivotal in your business. So the first thing that I suggest for you to do is to start to document everything, take pictures, um, and you know, and today people take pictures with the cell phone, which is wonderful, it makes it very easy, but those pictures get lost or what have you so what you want to basically do this is you know the world according to the hot rod farmer that you want to take a picture and if you're going to put it in a computer that's fine but print some print a print an actual picture an actual photograph all right so take pictures of the piece of equipment being delivered to the farm you don't have to take a hundred of them take pictures of it being delivered to the farm take pictures of you and your family standing next to it Take pictures the first time that it, the equipment goes to work. So the first time you bring this tractor into the field. So take some pictures and document it as you would a wedding or anything else. You know, like I said, you don't have to take a thousand pictures, but you're starting your pictorial. You're starting the journey of this 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 tractor in this particular instance becoming a part of your family and your farm. So it's very, very, so I feel it's very, very important. And keep all of the paperwork. Keep the sales receipt, the slip, the, if you ordered the, the, the I'm, like I said, I'll say a tract, if you ordered the tractor, the sales slip, to keep all of that and keep keep that all all together. So now you would have the documentation and date things. You write on the back of the photo, delivered to the farm, June 15, 2022. All right, do all of that. So you're setting this foundation, all right? The next thing, basically, is I suggest that you document every service, every time you waxed it, every time you maintained it. Keep records of keep records of all of that and you could keep records you if you want if you're a computer-based person you want to do it on a computer that's fine i just use a regular notebook that i bought in town and when i mean a notebook i don't mean a digital notebook an ibm notepad i mean a paper and pencil notebook that i write down the date and said i did service that waxed it did this whatever and things that so now you have this running history so it's almost like a timeline for this piece of equipment and i'm saying even so i'll put on your know, waxed june makeup a day june 15 2022 so this way not only does it serve as lay, establishing a groundwork for the a potential buyer down the road to say wow look at this thing look how often it was waxed you have your own record say man i didn't wax this thing for six months or i didn't do this for so many months and you don't have to write a thesis right put the date down the piece of equipment and and depending upon how big your operation is you may want to i you may, may want to identify a notebook for each piece of machinery that you're going to document all right and if you have a big operation it'd be a lot or if you want to do it on a computer that's fine the only thing that i'm saying is that you want to have some kind of hard copy of the of the image the picture you don't want to have just a here here's, here's a picture of the tractor being delivered on my cell phone and then that disappears you can't hand that off to somebody so keep all of the records keep notes if there was a warranty repair if there was a, if it's a road vehicle and there's a, a recall or something and like i said just keep some notes that you have that the other thing is that 
what you want to do is you uh, start to get into the routine of doing fluid analysis. And and I, you know, I beat you guys up with this ad nauseum on my podcast and on this show, Farm Machinery Digest Radio. But um, uh, when it comes to your machinery, fluid analysis is akin to doing a soil test or a t- I'll say a soil test because it's basic, right? You're not going to do a tissue test without a soil test or a sap test on a plant without a soil test first. So the thing is that it is so foundational for you to know what the history of that piece of equipment is. And, and you know, even if it's a hay baler, if it has hydraulic fluid, you could test the fluid. This is not overly expensive if you do it once or twice a year, depending upon it, and then keep those records. So now you're building this whole file all right you're going to have the pictures of it being delivered you're going to have the original sales slip all right you're going to have uh you're going to have all the paperwork you're going to document the first day the piece of equipment went to work on the farm every service every time you waxed it all right and you're going to have all of this and we're building this whole history of this piece of this of this machine and then with the fluid analysis not only is it going to help you it, it god forbid there is a problem and there's a warranty claim you could whatever they you have a problem with the engine rod knock or something oh you never change it no 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 here it is at so many hours the fluid was good and then 500 hours later it started to pick up bearing material and so it's a it's a um maintenance protocol for you and we i want you to do as i said engine oil hydraulic fluid whatever the piece of equipment is and if it's a liquid cooled engine engine coolant so now you build this whole thing now you put this in your file so you have all of these records all right and you could put this in a binder or however you want to do it now look at it this way come it comes time for you to sell this piece of equipment this is paying dividends all along while you own it because you have you have the comfort of knowing exactly what you did to the piece of equipment when you did it you have the security since it's brand new of establishing in case there is a warranty claim that they can't kick it out to you that you didn't put the that you didn't change oil you didn't maintain it or what have you so you have this all together and if so it's paying an roi to you because you don't have to worry about when was the last time i did this or what happened to this all right so you have this while you look in the book or the folder or however you want to do it that's your business how you want to how you want to store all of this information and then also as an aside to this the humanistic side you know going back to my original story of growing up poor is that what a wonderful sense of accomplishment and pride is for you to get a new piece whether it's a new car or whether it's a new piece of farm equipment whatever it may be all right and it, it's just so it's it's such a it's such a wonderful blessing and you could relive this because i mean i have pictures like with my dad my dad is gone i have pictures with my mother when i gave her the dishes i spoke about took a picture and this was years ago and i just took I, mean, I i didn't have that thought process but i took it to document it and you know you look back and you say my god look at this well look how thin i was <laughs> then i had no gray hair when i got the tractor right but anyway so it's a wonderful wonderful pictorial of the story of that equipment's life as it became part of your farm now i know a lot of people lease equipment and i understand the business side of leasing a piece of equipment and if that you know and really this doesn't really 
apply to something that's leased or maybe not in totality because it's really not yours it's like a rental it's like going on vacation and renting in a motel room or i mean and or renting a a car right it's far whatever you don't have that you don't have that attachment to it and it really doesn't apply to used equipment unless it's hardly used i mean so if you bought a a, a 15 to 20 year old tractor or something like that and it had one or two owners or three owners before it well you could document to a certain extent and i suggest that you would as far as the service procedures are concerned but it doesn't have this it doesn't have the same validity doesn't have the same value to it that it was always yours that it was brand new and it the first time it touched the ground on the farm was on your farm and that really that really means a lot now as we look at this right and we move forward now think of it this way the time comes for you to sell this car this tractor this sprayer what have you and if you were to probably trade it in on something it's not going to bring as much value but even but even if you brought it to an auction and but sold it privately but think of this that you have the the potential buyer is coming and saying and you say look let me mr jones let me show you this the history of this track let's sit down and have a cup of coffee or on the farm bench or the i mean the, the farm shop or workbench or the hood of the pickup truck or the tailgate and now you open up this you show him the piece of equipment he sees the equipment was maintained it was taken care of and now you show him this whole folder well this is the day we it came to the farm this is what i paid for it originally this is this is the, all the service records here's all the fluid analysis of it here's we had a warranty claim on the on the radio what have you you put this all together what a you know what i listen to these uh, not all the time these tv shows with the auctions and everything just think of this think of what value and intrinsic value that this is going to bring to the potential buyer all right and not only can that buyer buy it with confidence because he sees everything it's a completely open book no pun intended but he saw how you honored the blessing of that piece of equipment on your farm and how it became part of your family and then also that is going and the business side of it that's going to that's going to bring you a return on your investment because if the going price of this this model whatever it may be is forty thousand dollars you could get 45 48 50 55 but the sky is the limit because look at the conditions and it's been waxed we know when it was waxed we know when the oil was changed we know the first day it hit the farm we know what the person paid for it we have all the fluid analysis and it's a wonder and it's really not burdensome if you set it up correctly and it becomes a wonderful wonderful keepsake for your farm and for your family because who knows what the next day brings and the family members that are there the day it was delivered is you will i guarantee you with that that you will look back to it in the future and say wow this 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 these were wonderful wonderful times in the field on the farm or in the saddle we're right there with you in your pocket on your phone and everywhere you go rfd tv now current ag reports geo-targeted weather live streaming 24 7 and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger at less than ten dollars a month it's the cheapest tool on the farm download the app today and start watching rfd tv now 
August is rodeo time in Gooding, Idaho. A tradition of excellence that's been nearly 100 years in the making. The best of grow rodeo will invade southern Idaho August 17th through the 20th. And you can see all four rounds on the Cowboy Channel. Rodeo's regular season is winding down. The rodeo action moves to the northwest and Gooding gets the party started. It's all four rounds from the 97th Gooding Rodeo on the Cowboy Channel and the Cowboy Channel Plus app. All part of 100 rodeos in 100 days. This Iowa Minute is brought to you by the Iowa Farm Bureau. Gardeners like to have options. It's important to do your homework and have a plan before you make an investment. Farmers understand the importance of having a plan because a lot is at stake when it comes to growing your food and improving conservation. Sioux County farmers did their homework on the nutrient reduction plan. Now they're making an important conservation investment for their future. I don't want to waste that. That's my cash reserve that I have that I've built up. It's just like your 401k investment as a consumer. That's important to you and you want to try to keep that intact. This area has more livestock farms than any other in Iowa, so being smart about manure is a constant learning curve. We're learning how to be more precise with our applications. We're uh, more precise where we place the seed, but it makes it for a better environment as well. To learn more, check out conservationcountsiowa.com. With your Iowa Minute, I'm Lori Johns. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio, and I would uh, love to see some pictures of old pictures, new pictures of your farm equipment being delivered, or a car, or a truck, or whatever it may be, on the same theme of what we spoke about today. So just feel free to, I would be honored if you were to email them to me at hotrodfarmer at farmmachinerydigest.com. And I'd love to see that. So listen, I want now it's time for you to meet me in the farm shop. But we got to get Tex Rubinowitz first. Come on in, Tex. Well, I'm a rolling daddy with a mean machine. It's got a V8 motor. And it sure is clean. I'm a hot rod man. Yeah, I'm a hot rod man. Look out, little mama gonna get you. Hey, everybody, Tex. Thank you so much. And as I said, he's from Ripsaw Records. And when you meet me in the farm shop today, what we're going to be talking about is learning your equipment. <clears throat> Today's farm equipment is chock full of ability, and for you to get the most from it, consider these simple tips. Read the owner's manual and operating manual when you get the machine, and then again after you have experienced some seat time. <clears throat> Once you are familiar with many of the features, the manual will now make more sense. Do not try to master all of the capabilities from day one. Concentrate on the basics that you need to get going, and once you have them down pat, explore other settings and functions. Take advantage of any training the manufacturer or dealer offers. If need be, attending the class multiple times, even if you must travel a great distance. I have seen so many farmers that do not hesitate to write a big check to make a purchase, but put little to no effort to learn how to get the most ROI from it. And you know, that that's the thing with anything today, <clears throat> that all of these machines and equipment have so many functions to them and so much ability. And for you to try to learn it all at one time, and you know, it may sound very 
simple read the manual and oftentimes say the manual is not that wonderful but it's a basis that you need to and then reread it i do that with all my equipment so i get something and i read it and i uh say okay familiarize myself with it start to use it and then go back and reread the manual again or or i have intelligent questions to ask and i always take advantage of any training programs that are available whether it's an online training program or whether it's to go to a class or to the dealership or what have you because it's so important if you get to to get the most out of your investment and you also need to be able to use this equipment intuitively and only by getting familiar with it we'll be able to use it intuitively if you, if you know it's like a dance move if you got to stop and think about it it's not smooth so you want to be able to get in that track that, that combine whether it's a grain whether it's a, uh, a a grain bin dryer whether it's a milking machine whether it's anything that you have there's so much capability today that you want to be able to use it to its fullest extent so i want to thank you so much for tuning in and i want you to know that the hot rod farmer is pulling for you the American farmer and rancher in my beloved, beloved America. You have a blessed day, and I will, God willing, catch you next week. Be safe. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Rob Keck from Bass Pro Shops, your leader in the outdoors. Join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern for Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. We'll talk about all things outdoors and preserving our access to the forest, field, and water. We'll be bringing you special guests from unique locations as well as inside access to the latest topics and trends in the outdoors. Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World only on Rural Radio Sirius XM Channel 147. Your adventure starts right here. If you're like me, it's all about the great outdoors. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, biking, cooking, campfires. I love it. This is Beck, your host of the Bend Radio Show. Join me every week as we get the latest outdoor news and updates. We have hacks and gadgets. Plus, hear the stories from the backcountry that empowers all of us. Catch back if you can every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here. Rural Radio, Channel 147 on Sirius XM. We believe talent is everywhere, but opportunity is not. There are many causes, but it mostly comes down to race, what their parents earn, and where they live. It's made worse by unequal access to technology, healthy foods, and mentors. It's time we provide opportunities for all our kids. Nothing should hold a kid back, and if we all pull together, nothing will. Visit 4-H.org today and join us. Rural Radio is the first and only national radio channel on Sirius XM serving rural Americans. Each weekday morning, stay current with real-time data, expert analysis on the markets, and tailored forecasts you care about with Market Day Report. Then, in the afternoon, catch up on shows like Real Ag, Ag PhD, Shark Farmer, and Western Sports Roundup. Rural Radio 147, the agribusiness and western lifestyle channel.